Have you ever wondered how a car engine works? Basically, cars run on a fuel that is converted to energy. This makes it move. So, to get the fuel in the car, you need fuel. Traditionally, cars have used a form of petrol, which is derived from oil. Uh, they've also used diesel. And lately, we've been incorporating more electrical powertrains, which require a stored up energy in either batteries, um, there's other methods of hydrogen, and there's combinations of everything above. Well, not petrol and diesel, but most other things combination of. Over the years, I've tried to understand how this works. Never looked into it, so welcome to another uninformed guide. Combustion engines require combustion, which is basically an explosion. To get the explosion, you need a trigger, you need fuel, and you need oxygen. It's the basic principle of creating fire. You need three things. Absence of one takes away the fire. So with a engine, the combustion comes from the petrol that you push into the engine. The ignition, which generally is caused by the spark from the spark plug. And then there's also oxygen drawn in and put it all together, hit the spark and bang, you have an explosion. Now this mini explosion pushes a piston up, which rotates something else, which moves something else, something else, and eventually it moves and your wheels turn around. That's basically the way a combustion engine works. A diesel engine works a little bit differently in that the pressure of the fuel causes the ignition. So it's, the, I think the diesel's like trapped in a part of the car and then it's pushed together and anyway, let's forget about diesel. I don't think any of us are going to be diesel mechanics, so we don't need to know about that. Electric cars. So electric cars run on electricity. So they have a different motor altogether. These motors generally only have like one gear because they can go from zero to tens of thousands of revs, I think, uh, without much difficulty, whereas combustion engines are different. With the electric vehicles, you need to harness the power to power the engine. These are the batteries. And this really has been the biggest downfall with the implementation or the adoption of electric vehicles uh, worldwide. The cost of the battery is prohibitive, except if you use bigger batteries. Bigger batteries weigh more, so therefore you actually need more power to push them around. And also the smaller batteries, which weigh less, don't get you very far. So there's a lot of, I won't say myths, but a lot of misconceptions about electric vehicles out there. The main ones are you don't get any distance and it takes a long time to charge. So there's a couple of things that you can think about to get past those issues. First of all, you don't get a lot of distance. Well, seriously, how many of us drive over 100, 200 kilometres a day anyway? If you're going to drive 400, 500, 1,000 kilometres in a day, 
you're going to have to plan for it. Same as you've got a petrol vehicle, you've got to plan and make sure there's going to be petrol stations. So the actual distance thing is not really a big issue, especially most people living in cities. So I'm not sure why that has been drilled into us that it's a fear. The other one is the charging. Now, I once heard uh, someone say, how long does it take to charge your electric vehicle? And his answer, he gave two answers. One answer was, I don't know. And the other answer was five minutes. Now, both of those sound wrong, whereas both of them are correct. What he meant was when he charges his car, he either charges it at home or at work. So when he gets home, drives into his garage, plugs in his car, walks inside the house. Now, next morning when he goes to work, the car's charged. So the question, how long does it take to charge the car? Well, he doesn't know. He didn't sit outside watching it charge. It charged overnight. How long does it take to charge a car? Five minutes. The other answer was, well, that's because it takes him a couple of minutes to plug the connector in and a couple of minutes to unplug it. So if you're concerned about how long does it take to charge a vehicle, well, there's your answers. Doesn't matter, or five minutes. Either or is correct answer. Now, if you do need to charge up while you're out, there's more and more places popping up. And a lot of the vehicles now, which are getting much better mileage, up to 400 kilometres, basically, um, most of them you can do quick charges of maybe 15, 20 minutes, and that'll get you back home where you can charge it up longer. And they are generally, a lot of the supermarkets and shopping districts are setting those up. So the electric side of it's coming under control. The last side is really the hybrid vehicles. Now, for me, there's a couple of reasons to have hybrid. One reason is because you're convincing people that don't believe in uh, alternative energies for their vehicles to buy one because they're still getting combustion engine. Um, and two, you're getting extra power from your combustion vehicle. The first one, is unnecessary in my eyes. Why would you produce a vehicle that uses petrol if your aim is to stop using petrol? So that's, you know, the whole argument about that is strange. And why the Prius is such a high-selling car, I will never understand. The second reason is to get greater performance. Now, unless you're going to buy a Ferrari, a Bentley, or whatever these super-duper cars that have all these electric engines running each wheel and all that sort of stuff, I don't think hybrid's really a concern for us. I think we should just be looking at phasing out petrol, moving over to electric. And hopefully governments will get on board, some have, some haven't, and make it more enticing to everybody else. And that's it. That's kind of how a car works. Now, as you should be aware, that is a very uninformed guide, um, and the uninformed side of it means that the information is just guessed. Some of it might be true, some of it might not be, so don't try to fix an engine from what I just told you. I'm sure you wouldn't anyway. So thank you for listening, and 
next Uninformed Guide will be coming out soon. And until then, don't forget Uninformed Guides, where we don't do the research for you.